0: For Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Our guest today is Anthony Muscat, Professor and Chair of the Department of Chemical and Environmental Engineering. Anthony's research is in the area of surface chemistry, where he focuses on making unique new nanomaterials that have huge potential for applications. That range broadly. Let's start with a description of how electronic components and computers and cell phones and so on are typically made today.
1: It's a multi-step process anywhere, depending on the, the device, anywhere from several hundred to over a thousand steps. And one unique feature, at least the way components are made today, is using something called subtractive technology. And what I mean by that is it's as if you were made a house by putting a block of wood down, and then you cut holes for the doors and cut holes for the windows and burrowed your way to make a hallway and a bedroom. That's a little like the way current device technology is made.
0: Is that wasteful?
1: Yes, most of the material that comes in a particular fabrication facility goes out the door. Very little ends up on the actual device, oddly enough.
0: That's really shocking. So you're working on an additive method. Tell us about that.
1: The additive method, it's as if now we're not going to take a solid block of wood, we're going to build the house pretty much like we build houses. We're going to do it by adding uh, foundation, a frame, uh, walls, and we're going to put only the material that we need where we want it in order to have some sort of device function at the end. And so that, just to contrast it, that's the additive way of doing things.
0: And now this house is being built at the scale of what? How tiny are these little uh, structures?
1: Yeah, in the 80s, it used to be microns. In microns, you could actually see the device, okay, with your naked eye. If you really had good eyes and you could read fine print, you could see the device but now the devices are so small that you really need high-powered microscopes to see them. But to give you an idea, typical devices are on the order of nanometers, and if we had a particle that was two or three nanometers in diameter, about 10,000 of those particles would fit across the diameter of one hair on our head. So that gives you an idea of the scale. So it's not something we can see or we can manipulate easily by hand. Because remember, they're trying to make millions and billions. They couldn't possibly, there's not enough time in the universe to manipulate where everything has to go if you had to take something up, pick it up and put it down again.
0: So you have to find ways to develop molecules that will do it themselves.
1: Yes, so that's the whole idea. In nature, there's not a blueprint that somebody figures out how to make a tree or a leaf. Those processes are, are embedded in the molecules that go to make up that leaf or the larger structure of the tree. So what we're trying to do is figure out what are the rules of the game? What are the driving forces that allow either molecules or even particles to come together and form these larger assemblies.
0: And how far along are you in in using this process for a particular application?
1: Well, it turns out the semiconductor industry, the, the one that makes computer chips, memory devices, and, and the chips that go in our computers, you don't use these processes right now, but they're on the cusp of using them because some of them are really ready for mainstream technology. So I'd say we're in the next couple of years, some of these processes will go and be integrated in that subtractive methodology, that subtractive process. A few of them will be integrated because they are really the best in class process for making a particular structure. And that's how any new technology starts, right? It, It nucleates and then grows, it's not a, you change everything at one time. It, it starts small and then little by little you change things, again, based on cost and performance.
0: And eventually you may be doing purely additive right. building, but for the time being, you're talking about this kind of uh, hybrid.
1: Maybe in 10 or 20 years, mm-hmm. they'll look back and say, wow, that's that just a historical moment in time that subtractive technology mm-hmm. was used, that why wouldn't you use additive?
0: And this is what happens when you explore whole new frontiers. This is very exciting. Thank you very much. Thank you. You can hear this in all Arizona Science segments at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. This is Leslie Tolbert.